Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this very special episode of Come for Supper, the Stay Home Edition. I'm Alexandra Dudley, food writer, podcaster and serial dinner party host. But like most of us, I've been spending a lot more time at home and a lot more time in my kitchen. And it's made me wonder, what's everyone else up to? For the next few weeks, we'll be going into the homes, virtually of course, of some of my favourite cooks, creatives, writers and photographers to find out how they're spending their time during a global pandemic. TV tips, must-read books and store-covered recipes that will hopefully inspire some of us to have a little more fun while staying at home. I hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for listening. This week, I speak to one of my favourite food writers and authors, Amico Davies, who is coming to us directly from Florence. Are you there, Amico? I am. Hi, Alexandra. Thank you for having me. <laughs> how, how are you? I know that there's been some news about some lifts of the lockdown measures in Italy. Yeah, yesterday, um, which was the 4th of May, uh, we had our very first uh, restrictions lifted in uh, two basically two months and so now people can go and visit their relatives um you know just one one at a time <laughs> and um and you know their their boyfriends or girlfriends who they haven't seen for the last two months and uh, a few of the parks have been opened um yeah baby steps but you know a few a few extra liberties and how how have the last two months been for you um well I think I've I've been, well, I feel very grateful for the situation we've been in. I've been in lockdown with um, my husband, Marco, and my two little girls who are two, nearly two and seven. <laughs> we've been homeschooling and I think the, the, the little one is like, this is her dream scenario. Everybody's at home and her sister's here all day. <laughs> so she's just happy um, and Marco works in hospitality, so he's, um, you know, he he's not going back to work until they open restaurants, um, which may be yeah. sometime in June or something. Um, and so for for him, it's been a bit of a, I guess, a bit of a break from um, a really really hectic, um, heavy on the night time work. Um, I mean, he would usually be, you know, working till two or three in the morning and then, um, you know, getting woken up by little girls <laughs> waking up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, so in a way, um, having him at home, um, has been really a blessing and he's, so he's in charge of the homeschooling and I've been getting on with, oh, with interesting. some, I was some gonna work. See. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's been his job for the last two months. Um, and we have, you know, we've got a very, very small, tiny flat in, in the hills in Florence, but we've got um, an outdoor space, which has been amazing. So we can kind of, um, you know, stretch our legs when we need to and send the kids outside when, when they need to so that we don't all go crazy. And I feel really, um, really grateful for our situation because it's been 
um, it's been manageable and at times actually it's been kind of a blessing in disguise for us all to be together and um, and have Mark at home. That's been really special. Yeah, I bet that's nice. Yeah. And do you think your seven-year-old has noticed it or do you think she's aware of the kind of unsettling climate or does it just feel like a two-month holiday? Um so she's she's definitely like into the no school thing. <laughs> yeah, she's like I really love like homeschool. We should do homeschooling all the time. <laughs> but I I think that she is really missing her um, her school friends, missing any friends at mm-hmm. all, and being uh, isolated from kids her age. I think has has been really hard. And I think actually the homeschool, like having the parent do the schooling. Um, is kind of taking its toll <laughs> because uh, whenever she gets frustrated, you know, it's like it, she wouldn't get frustrated maybe with the teacher, you know, <laughs> like yeah. with one of us, she she does. And it's, but yeah, so it's, it's a little bit harder. It's hard for the parents too because, you know, we don't teach second graders yeah. <laughs> normally. So it's a job, you know, so we're out of our um, <clears throat> comfort zone teaching. But she has been doing lots of cooking. She, I was going to say, so she's going to be cooking. the next chef in the family. And she's, she, she's practically, yeah. she's a TV star now with her, uh, your <laughs> recipe videos with her. Yeah. She's brilliant on it. Cooking has been um, our like salvation during this lockdown. It's been it's been our main form of entertainment, really, for for everyone in the yeah. family, even Luna. Um, we basically, I mean, I think like most people when you know, during this time we've been, um, we base our day around what are we going to cook today? Uh, (laughs) what are we going to eat? But usually, usually it's, what are we going to cook? It's usually cooking is like a a project that we're going to do that day. We're not, we're not picking something that's just going to take five minutes because that would kind of defeat the purpose of entertaining ourselves for a couple of hours. So, um, you know, we, we, we sort of pick these big projects. Let's, let's, let's do this thing that's going to take all day. Um, or let's make pasta or let's make bread. Let's make, um, yeah, nice. you know, all these kind of things. And that, that's what's been um, keeping us going, I think. <laughs> do you think there's been a kind of store cupboard or staple recipe? I mean, I've, I've been following and obviously have seen all the incredible things that you've been cooking, but is there something that maybe you're returning to time and time again, that's maybe a kind of a bit of a recipe nugget for our listeners? Well, um, I have to say we do eat a lot of pasta and um, in <laughs> it, we're in Italy, you know, pasta every day. is not like a strange thing here. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> So, and I mean, the, the great thing about pasta is it's always like a store cupboard meal, even if it's just like one of one of my daughter, Marie, one of her favorite dishes is pasta in bianco, which is just, the, you know, spaghetti or whatever pasta um, with cooked and then dressed with olive oil and parmesan cheese. It's called in bianco, it's white, but it doesn't have any sauce yeah. on it. And um, it's kind of like the you know, like aglio, olio, pepperoncino, which is garlic and chili mm-hmm. and olive oil. That's like one of the ultimate store cupboard, uh, you know, cupboard sort of meals. And so so tasty and so quick and you don't really need, um, you know, you can practically have a bare fridge and still, and still make that um, and make a, you know, have a really satisfying, comforting dish. And yeah, I mean, not that we eat that all the time, but but sometimes that's just like just hits the spot. That's what you want—just something really, yeah, um, really, really simple and um, 
Have you had a shortage of flour there? We've, I mean, like zero, yeah. zero flour. Regular flour um, for the first few weeks was was like hard to get. It just flew off the shelves. And then I think they had, um, you know, trouble restocking it. Um, but we've just been actually buying all the other flowers that you can get. So yeah. um, we've been making, Marco has like launched himself into this whole sourdough thing. <laughs> and, and, and he has been like, like we've actually run out of sourdough starter. You know how most people are like, what do yeah, I do yeah. with the sourdough? Too much. We're like, we're <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, we don't have any left because we've been baking <laughs> ever so much. We were making pizza and bread and doing all kinds of things. So delicious. So, yeah, so we've been um, basically baking with um, with all kinds of other flours other than just plain flour. So we've been using um, a lot of semola in um, to bake bread with, like which is similar to the bread that comes from Puglia, is made with semola, semolina, it's slightly and, yellower. Uh, yeah, yeah, the durum wheat, and it's really flavorful and. Um, really delicious um so we've been using semola because that seems to be on the shelf and a lot of um um like an ancient grain sort of flowers uh mm, faro and um yeah and some other ones so whole wholemeal we seem to be able to like easily find wholemeal flour so we've been using that and um and that's been good because you know, we, we probably would have just um, stuck with the with the regular flour, um, but we've been experimenting with all these different things, and um, yeah, it's been tasty. <laughs> and other than cooking, has there been anything else that you've been kind of filling your time with? I mean, obviously you have two children, but maybe there's books or something you're watching or listening to. I have to say, with the kids here like 24 7 <laughs> a lot of the extra things that I've had time for has been um doing doing things with the girls and um yeah books I haven't had a chance to read read many books um <laughs> I'm slowly going like trying whenever I can I kind of I, I slip in like a couple of pages I can never get more than a couple of pages at a time so I've got like my one book by the bed that's I'm like snail pace reading um no, but with the girls, uh, I've, we've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to keep Mariu in particular entertained. Luna's pretty much entertained just by hanging around <laughs> with whatever we're doing. She sort of, she just fits in um, the little one. But um, yeah, Mariu and I have been doing a lot of projects. We've um, we've got a little gardening project on the go where um, we basically. This is this was simply just to not have to leave the house and like go and buy something. Um, also, because the the girls we've have never taken out to the shops or, or any. They literally haven't left yeah. um, wow. our street, not our street in in two months. And um, so we went for a rummage through the pantry and found whatever seeds um, we had. So like, I had some fennel seeds and coriander seeds. Um, mm. We, we rummaged through the dry legumes and got some cannellini beans, dried beans and dried chickpeas and a few other bits and pieces that sort of that we found, you know, in the spice, little spice rack. And we planted them just to see, you know, if anything would, if anything would come up. And it's amazing, but like, it's been a couple of weeks and I actually had given up hope, but now like all of a sudden everything is just like shot up and we've got this little, yeah. this little garden out the front here. We've got, um. We've got like a shared courtyard, so we've just got things in pots. Um, 
But there's this, there's like chickpeas wow. growing everywhere now, and these so cool. Things. <clears throat> it's really cool, actually. So that was um, that was a project that we started doing, and now we're going to like move the seedlings into something a bit bigger. And um, we've got some other. We're usually doing some kind of a craft activity most days. So mm-hmm. our last project is making a cardboard fridge with like cardboard. Um, items to put inside <laughs> I'm looking at it right oh, now I mean I I did see I did see both of them in something cardboard I think it was a giant oh, yes. box where they they, yes. they kind of shut you out they were like this is our home yeah now, they so. were like no mummy leave us alone we don't want you to come <laughs> <Yeah>. in here <laughs> yeah it's one of those ridiculously huge boxes that they send something really small in and it's like a massive box so we Marco, you know, helped cut a door and a window and it's got like a shelf inside. And because we've been out and I don't want to have to like go out to buy like art supplies or whatever, we've just been making things with with, with whatever we have around the house, especially, you know, the things in the recycling, um, like the cardboard and, um, you know, old, old bottles, plastic bottles and things like that. Mm-hmm. We've just been playing, you know, with what we find around the house, which is I think – what we used to do as kids as well I mean much more than you know going out and buying a new toy or even going out and buying you know fancy crafts and stuff we we just like make do with you know with what was in the garden what was in the house yeah and um so that that's been really good I mean they've they they have fun they have fun anyway I mean one day I even just I took out actually this was before we planted the legumes but I just took a whole bunch of um dry goods that I had like rice and farro and beans and all these different things that were sort of different shapes and different colors and I just put the picnic blanket down outside in the courtyard and like let them go to town with it and um, we started off making like little designs you know on the on the ground with them like flowers and whatever else and spelling out letters mm-hmm. and then and then they just played with it and made a mess and a lot of those ended up being planted but um, that took up like an entire afternoon that was like a good few hours yeah. of playtime with just you know some things from the house so um yeah it's that's I think that's definitely been good for them good for us just to get back to that instead of like here's the ipad <laughs> let's put on a cartoon yeah yeah it's much nicer yeah yeah and is there anything that you're kind of particularly missing being in lockdown like where's the first place that you're maybe going to go to once you can restaurant or it could be a wine bar or anything once the kind of sanctions are lifted more so I think the thing that I'm absolutely missing the most is going to um going to the bar so in Italy the bar is 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 not like a, a place for drinking or you can in the evening but it's it's really the place that you go to for a coffee and a pastry mm-hmm in the morning so like our our closest we have a really really great pasticceria bar um down the road and I am really really missing their sfogliatelle and just like a cappuccino in the morning and going there and just getting that I just love that whole ritual um you mm. know standing at the bar and drinking your coffee and having the pastry and you're just standing there and it only, the whole thing only takes you know five minutes um, yeah, but it's just it's one of those things that um, is not the same when you recreate it at home. I mean, I could spend all night making the pastry and doing it here, but it's just it's still not the same as just going down to the bar and um, 
Yeah, having a having a coffee there. I think that's what I that's what I really really miss the most, and then that will be the yeah. first thing when those places open again. I mean, I don't think it'll be the same. These bars are normally like you know two or three rows in for the coffee before you order, <laughs> so it might be a completely different experience for a while, but. It'll still be nice. Yeah, hopefully soon. I'm definitely missing my kind of coffee shop rituals and just the kind of act of also the smells, I think, of being in being in yeah, that environment. Absolutely. You can smell the coffee and you can hear the kind of the I don't know, whooshing the of clutter the milk, and that yeah. It yeah, it's all of it. It's all that it's like bustle hustle and bustle and yeah. life, I think, yeah. isn't it? And if you could be stuck in isolation with anybody other than your incredible family maybe if you could have someone join the family for for maybe a week or so who would you who would you bring to the house uh I'm I'm actually totally missing my mum at the moment and um I was reminiscing about this because um you know around two well two years ago exactly this this time of the year my mum came um and I was heavily pregnant with Luna and so, and she came for a three week visit and she was here for when Luna arrived and she was here for like a couple of weeks after, um, and cooking the most amazing food for me <laughs> and tidying the house. I'd get up in the morning and it was like a fairy had like magically tidied the whole house. It was amazing. Wow. And, um, yeah. And so now like in May, when the weather turns like this, I just now, I, I was just thinking about when my mum was here. Yeah, if I p- yeah. could pick anyone, I'd have mum come over and cook some nice Japanese food for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm loving cooking and it's been great, but sometimes it's kind of nice to have a break and have your mum cook yeah. for you. Do you think you'll take anything away from this time that you'll kind of carry on into post, post-lockdown? Um, yeah, I think one of the things I've that I, I feel has been um, like actually a benefit for for us or for, for me in particular is that um, everything slowed right down and suddenly like not having anywhere to go um, and not having Marco having to rush off to work or, um, or appointments and other things, um, we just, yeah, we really like the, our whole pace <laughs> – um, even even at home, just ev- everything slowed down, and I realized that I had been. I was always in a rush. I was always rushing around. We were always rushing, mm-hmm. going somewhere, trying to get things done, trying to get errands done before Marco, you know, would go to work and um, juggling the girls. And we, for some reason, we were just always out all the time and, and rushing somewhere, <laughs> always in a rush. Yeah. And so, um, in lockdown, you know, obviously that's all just that just suddenly disappeared, and. Um, I've really sort of enjoyed taking things a bit slower and having yeah. like a slower pace. And I think that mm-hmm. that's actually been uh, a really good thing to learn how to do again and just, um, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Miko. It was so lovely to chat to you. And thank you for coming on. It was lovely to chat to you. Thank you, Alexander. For anybody who isn't already following along with your recipes and writings where can people catch up on everything that you're cooking um i have a website which is emicodavies.com and i post um recipes and travel guides and other little thoughts and bits and pieces there and and also on instagram at emicodavies 
Yeah. And you have three three cookbooks as well, don't you? I do, yes. Um, I have Florentine, which is um, a book about Florentine cuisine, and uh, that's that came out a few years ago, but it's coming out in a new edition in March um, next year as well. Very exciting. And Aquacotta, uh, which is about southern Tuscany's cuisine and on the cuisine of the coast and the islands in Tuscany. And Tortellini at Midnight, which was the last book which came out exactly a year ago. So lovely. Wonderful. Well, Fab, thank you so much. It was so brilliant to chat to you. Thanks so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.